Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Kansas City Jazz Spoons player and utensilist Peter Shilliday. I caught him live a few times with Brahm, accompanying him on either the piano or accordion, and his performance is very impressive. He picked up the inspiration for Spoons from his grandfather, who played the Spoons as a pastime while deployed in Japan during World War II. He would end up taking the deep dive into the Spoons, playing back in 2012 on a folk tune and a choir concert as a student in Missouri S&T. From there, he found his passion and started doing it for swing music. He is also a swing dancer and DJ. His name is DJ Shilzapoppin. He's a very unique part of a great Kansas City scene. Enjoy the story. Just so the listeners have a context here, what really kind of inspired me, I've seen you several times. I've seen you down at the Majestic, and I most recently, several days ago, caught you at the KC Beer Company with from and it, it's such a impressive way that you use your instrumentation it works so well with the instruments that you're around so first and foremost i just got to say i'm a huge fan of what you do it's it's orthodox and unorthodox and it's interesting and totally cool in its own way thanks i've really enjoyed reading your story and you opened up a little bit to me the other day during a break but I want to kind of start up front here with the alpha of this instrumentation. Everything began with your grandfather through your mother passed on to you. So in your own words, tell me your recollection of how this kind of evolved artistry of spoons came into your world. I was really inspired by my grandfather's stories uh, that my mother told me about my grandfather. So unfortunately, I never got to really meet him. Uh, because he passed away before I was born. So the Spoons was kind of a, a, a way that I was able to kind of connect with my grandfather a little bit. But from what my mom told me, my grandfather learned to play Spoons as sort of a pastime while he was in the Army at the uh, as uh, World War II was winding down. And so he was on standby in the Army. So one of the things he did to pass the time was uh, to... Spoons was one thing, and I think I also heard that he was a really good card player. So he he had a collection of of these kind of phone skills. So I was uh, kind of inspired by that, and I also like to collect skills like that. And so uh, so he taught my mom, and uh, also I learned my my uncle as well. He taught them how to play spoons when they were young, and then uh, also piano. And I was always growing up in a in a folk music community, so uh, my mom played piano, my dad played fiddle. So I was, was growing up around folk music. That's the kind of context where I learned about spoons. Uh, but it really started taking off about 10 years ago. And that's when I really started to, uh, you know, uh, really do the deep dive into spoons and starting to really explore uh, what they can do beyond just sort of uh, like a, what people might think of uh, with spoons as just sort of a folk instrument. And so about 10 years ago is when I started that that kind of journey. So it mentioned that your first gig was down at S&T, and I'm sure growing up you had certain aspirations and dreams. Was music <laughs> on your radar? How did how did all this come together? Uh, yeah, music's always been a very big part of my life. I, uh, as I said, grew up in a very musical family, so kind of everybody in the family plays, you know, at least one instrument, if not a couple. And so for me, I was always attracted to jazz, uh, in college, I kind of figured out what I really liked was that older swing style. Like we're talk, I would say, uh, for me, that's 1930 to about 1945. That that real chunk right there. And so I 
uh, was really attracted to that. Um, and I, I, so I've also played piano. I also played, uh, for a long time, uh, theater pipe organ is another one of those, uh, uh, another instrument that I've uh, explored. Also, uh, upright bass. And so I've done, uh, a little bit of classical, a little bit of jazz and all of those. Um, and so I've always kind of been exploring different instruments, trying to see what, what fit for me. And then for some reason in, in, in college, for whatever reason, I decided, hey, let's give spoons a try. And, uh, it's all started with a, uh, just a, a single piece in a choir concert. We were doing a folk piece and I was, uh, thinking, you know, why not, uh, while I'm also in the choir, let's do spoons along with this. And, uh, the, uh, uh, choir director thought it was a, it was a fun idea. So I got to do that. And that's when I, uh, when I did that, I was like, oh wow, this is uh, actually a lot of fun. And I think there's something here. And that's kind of where it all started. So have you got interest from people around that see you do this, that, have, that, that haven't seen it, that understand how cool it works instrumentally with jazz? I mean, has this taken off as kind of a subgenre? Has this, been done before. Beckon Meyer is uh, Abby the Spoons Lady, um, and she's been uh, she's kind of become sort of the internet sensation of spoons playing and uh, an absolutely fantastic performer. And and so uh, you know there there are different uh, you know folks like that who have done spoons performance. When it comes to uh, the style that I play, which is where uh, my tap into spoons is, is a lot more into swing and jazz, and I. Uh, as far as I know, I'm in a, a, a very uh, unique camp there with with the direction I went with that because most spoons players usually stick with like folk music and kind of hang out in that area. But I kind of took it in this uh, took a little uh, took a little side road into swing, and, and it, it's been really fascinating how it 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 worked uh, with with swing and how uh, I found you know really solidified in my head how swing is is kind of has has a lot of that folk music uh, influence in it. And that's where, you know, where I can find the, that connection is where the spoons works really, really well. So it almost seems like you've been pretty consistent with as busy as you are other than the COVID and everybody was shut down then. It seems like you have a niche with this, that you have uh, regular gigs that are happening. And I don't imagine there would be that many others out there that would be competing for that same kind of gig. seems like the field's wide open for you. It's, it's really fun to try and find where spoons works. Um, and you know, the, uh, the, because yeah, it, the spoons feels a really, really cool niche, which is, uh, how to, you know, providing percussion in a really small, uh, swing group setting. Uh, that's where I, uh, find that the spoons really shine. So when I'm usually with, uh, one or two other performers, uh, where a full, uh, drum kit would be way too much for a smaller sound like that. And so usually for those more, um, smaller intimate settings, um, it's a, that's where the, the spoons can really shine. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of fun, unique opportunities where, uh, where, you know, spoons is just the right tool for the job. And I, I really, uh, enjoy exploring that and finding that. And also in your palette of artistic, uh, desires, you, you dance and you DJ. Talk to me a little bit about how all of those kind of work together to, complete you as the creator and artist the dancing came about especially uh again kind of you know during college uh, and, and that that came from me 
really finding out that like when I listen to swing music, I can't not move. So I was like, all right, might as well learn how to do swing dancing uh, so that uh, I, you know, I can be doing something uh, with this, you know, with, with all of this movement. So, so I really uh, got into swing dancing and uh, I, and the, the cool connection with dancing is that I've also been uh, really fascinated with tap dancing and, you know, most notably like somebody like Fred Astaire or something. I always like love watching uh, tap dancing like that. And I've incorporated, you know, in swing dancing incorporated small little tap moves, uh, you know, into, in, into my swing dancing. But more importantly, with the spoons playing, you know, I, uh, often uh, all of my uh, spoons rhythms that I, that I really like to use are uh, all just taken directly off of like tap dancing uh, rhythms, tap dancing moves, because it turns out that the motions translate really well to uh, spoons motions, and and just the way that you you uh, like would hold and play the spoons, it translates really well to like tap dancing movements. So it's it's easy to to pull off those rhythms and and turn them into spoons rhythms. So that's all come into into play. And then of course with with uh, with DJing, it's you know again coming from just loving the swing music and trying, you know, trying to find as many different cool swing tunes that uh, that I think would be fun, fun for people to dance dance to. And I really enjoy uh, finding uh, tunes that are off the off the beaten path, but really, really swing hard. And I love finding those tunes, uh, playing them for others, or uh, you know, using them to uh, further my spoon playing, or you know, and each thing will, you know, help all the others. So, like, dancing helps the spoons playing. Spoons sometimes helps the dancing. So other times, you know, I'll I'll jump around on all also on all my different instruments that I have, like you know, piano and bass, and and so I'll just sort of jump and hop around on all of them and to try and get more ideas to uh, try to just come up with fun, unique sounds and and uh, learn how to share them with people. So you've been busy in the Kansas City area with Brahm and Alamode and other other musicians what do you like the best about being a part of the kansas city jazz community just have to say i enjoy the the history i think would be the best way to say it um i, I enjoy being in a uh in, in a city which has that history of swing especially which i i love so much and and so you know we have this great supportive community of uh of musicians you know especially people like uh brahm and and, and alamode who have uh Kind of, kind of help help me see that the you know spoons was really something happening and and they really took me under uh, under their wing and helped me learn about uh, how to be a better performer and you know taught me a little bit about the business of the music uh, you know the music business because that's you know that's a part of it too and so so they were uh, very supportive and you know as I said that with the history being able to just do do a short drive and you can go you know see all the all this Jazz history. What is it about the swing era that you like the best? What What is it about this era of music that not only that you love, but that you emulate and playing? What is it that makes you the happiest about it? You know, when when it comes down to it, I think it's it's coming back to that with why I got into dancing was it uh, for some reason and it for whatever reason it just moved me. I don't know why, um, but for. You know, when I listen to all sorts of different genres, and I usually, you know, I haven't really met a genre I didn't like, but um, when it comes to, like, 
listening to swing, it, like, you know, when I, when I first started hearing it, I, it just made me stop in my tracks and I was like, wow, this is, this is so cool. So it's really a lot of the, just the sound of it. Um, and also, we're to also really think about it, I would say that the other thing I really enjoy is the uh, sort of improvisational sort of uh, commun communication that happens when you're playing. So interacting with the audience and having that the connection and being able to play off of what the other person's doing and reacting and uh it's just a, a you know a really fun role when you're able to to do that so you know if you're an active participant as an audience member or a dancer or you know with me a lot of times i just love playing just because I get get the best seat in the house with the other musicians <laughs> on on Absolutely. the band so that, yeah that's what i really love so what's the future look like for you? How do you see things kind of unfolding as COVID slows down and the world wakes up a little bit? Be able to kind of continue the trajectory, play uh, play more uh, spoons and, and share it with everybody. And I'm, um, luckily something I've been able to do during the, the, the research and development for spoons is always, is always ongoing techniques and add to the sound. So far, I have not seen uh, a uh, any stopping with that. So it's like... That's one of the things that, again I love about spoons. You can that there's sound is that if you focus on that just that one thing, even though it looks like a very simple constrained instrument, you can find all sorts of different nuances. And, and uh, so I, I hope to just keep finding more and more of those, and to and just to keep adding on to the <laughs> to the craziness and, and just. That's perfect, man. Hey, final question for you here. Everyone has a idea of who they think you are when they see you play. You know, your family, your friends, the fans, people that see you live. But who do you think you are? Who who are you? And just part of my being is, you know, wanting to just, you know, be a positive influence and wanting to learn about the world and then learn how to be a positive influence in it is the best thing I can say. And so that's where, you know, I found with Spoons, it's like, here's a simple thing. It brings joy to everybody. And I enjoy doing it, so it's like that goes right to my being of like let's let's do something that's gonna make the world a better place, even if it's just like you know right here in the room that we're we're playing or you know sharing with others online or connecting through through other ways like that and and so that's what I'm always looking out to do like that I'd say that that's where it comes down to for me, cool. So if anybody wants to catch you live, what would be the best way to do that? Any upcoming gigs or any way they can find out? Well, currently I am uh, playing with uh, Bron Winans uh, with uh, the uh, polka on steroids sensation, if you will. Uh, <laughs> and that, that's at the Casey uh, Beer Company on Saturdays from 3 to 5. Beer, hey man, it was great to get to know you. Thank you for opening up. Thank you for your story and good luck with everything. I look forward to seeing you out there more. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Kansas City and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Peter for his time, music, and cool. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store. Visit Neon Jazz at YouTube.com and for everything Neon Jazz all the time, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. <laughs> Neon Jazz.